Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hello, dear podcast listeners, and welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you today. And as you can hear, maybe, <laughs> just by the tone of my voice. This is going to be a solo episode with me, Suzanne. And that is something that we like to do when one of us has a message they would like to bring through. Or it just feels right to do a solo episode because of our different expressions or something that comes from just one of us. And um, I've been really enjoying Annette's solo episodes, specifically the last one on inspiration I really, really loved. So go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it yet. And I hope you're going to enjoy this one with me also. So today... I would like to talk about relationships and more specifically use mine and Annette's relationship as an example of how to work through some really, really challenging things, some challenging situations. I want to talk about family, soul journeys, uh, how I see it, how I see how we come here, how we choose to learn and how we can choose to see it differently from this day on, if we want to. So, I want to jump straight in. And this is a very important topic for me, because this way of seeing life, for me, really changed my whole life. It changed my whole life. It changed the way I saw the challenges that I am going through. It changed the way I see my purpose while I'm here. It changed the way I see my ego and how I can pass my ego, go past and through my fears to actually deliver the messages that I feel like I have and to help people learn about themselves and become better versions of themselves and love themselves more, which is what I absolutely love to do. And this way of seeing life also helped me release deep, deep, deep anxiety and fear of death and many other fears that I was holding on to because I identified myself so much with my humanness, my physical body, my human experiences before I had this major awakening and I understood that, wow, (laughs) there is so much more out there. And if you are in our membership or you signed up for the session, membership session with Billy, we've gotten into this topic probably a little bit more. I don't know yet because I'm recording this before. Well, if you have seen the movie Soul, this might also resonate with you. But this is something that I learned through different teachers, different podcasts, different books, but... I didn't really fully learn it until I just decided to accept that as my truth because it resonated somewhere deep, deep, deep inside. And that is always how I choose to learn things. I don't just pick up information because someone says it's right. I really check within my system, is this my truth? 
and it may be for you and it may not be and that's totally totally fine but how i do see it is that before we are born we are these souls hanging out somewhere in the universe deciding on the soul journey that we want to have we may come we may be different entities we may have had lots of past lives we may be completely new beings and then i think we kind of decide like okay i'm ready to go back to earth and have a really juicy human experience and what i want to learn in this life it might be some things that we didn't complete or finish or learn in a past life or something that we know that if we overcome this it's going to be it's going to build us up so much that we will just thrive and grow and benefit so much from that learning that we could pass on that knowledge to other people so i also see it as we choose our families we choose our parents we choose our siblings we choose how we come in and it may sound harsh for some because some of us have or some of you may have really really challenging family relationships and you might be the strongest ones here actually the ones who have to go through the worst trials and challenges and really like really break down fully 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 are the ones that have the capability the capacity the strength that something deep inside them that is going to raise them up above all of that overcome it and use that as their greatest strength become the greatest teachers of them all and i've seen this time and time again i mean some of our most profound spiritual or self development leaders they have been through stormy stormy upbringings and they have not had an easy time and yes so relationships <laughs> the reason i think we choose our families is because it's they're so perfectly put together to push all the buttons on all our most vulnerable points which we actually are meant to grow through and learn that we are good enough even though we're triggered so 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 much so i want to use anette and me as an example because i know that she is open she's willing to share and she would share this herself probably if she were here and i also want to talk about that relationship with her because you know both of us uh, and you see us from the outside but you may not know everything that's going on behind so anette and i have chosen first unconsciously um <laughs> to we're not unconsciously but we thought it would be fun to work together and the more we uncovered the more we learned about ourselves we had some readings we talked to some intuitives and it became really clear that we have chosen to work together in this lifetime and we have also done that in other lifetimes which i think is really really fun and so we chose this we chose to be sisters business partners and i will call us also best friends because we are really really close 
So it's a very, very tight relationship, and I don't know many others of that sort that exist, which also means that we don't have many places to look to when it comes to how to solve when we get into problems and issues and trouble and really go deep down into a downward spiral. And this is something that we have done now the past, I would say, month or maybe two months. And it's been really, really hard because we know we need to show up, we need to be there, we need to get work done, we need to make decisions, and it's not like Radical Broccoli just stops or it could be set on pause. Things happen all the time when you have a shop, a membership, a podcast, um, Instagram, and we absolutely love it. We love and adore our job, which is why it's also so important to us to keep it rolling and to, to really have a good flow. So when we start fighting and it starts becoming challenging and we start treating each other with less respect than we deserve, everything starts to crumble. And this time it was so deep that we had to take a little break from each other. We had to take some space, we had to take a breather, and we also had to get help. And we have amazing people around us in our network who really help us see this on a soul level. So what often can happen with siblings? And this I want to share because siblings often fight. The first sibling I'm not saying it's like this always, but this is a common pattern. The first sibling comes in, it's the first child in the family, super loved, all the attention, all the joy, maybe for a whole year, maybe for two years or even more. And then when the second sibling comes in, and this is not conscious from the parents, but the, sec the first child may feel challenged when the second child comes in because more of an attention go to child number two and it may feel like less love is available for the first child, which isn't true, but as children we pick up on these subtle, subtle messages, like for example, being looked at less could feel like we're loved less and then we create a whole pattern out of that. So it can be really hard to be the first child because not only do they often pick up on that feeling of getting less attention and love, but also they are the first to try everything. The first to do everything, to pay the way, at least for me, Annette has been doing this my whole life. We're talking about any course that she's taking, a country she's moved to, a job that she's gotten. She's always paved the way. She's always been the one to try it first. She's like the one who sticks her toe in the water to check if it's too cold for me to go in or if it's fine. And I find that so beautiful. But I also understand that it can be... Like, she gets fed up of it sometimes. Sometimes it's just too much. It's just like, oh, do I always have to be the first one? And it can feel like child number two or three or four has it really easy. And, 
And then I want to talk about the pattern that can be common for the second or third child, which is what I have experienced. And this is a huge pattern that I'm just starting to uncover in my life, which I didn't know until very, very recently. So for me, <laughs> it's actually quite similar, but it's the opposite way. So when I chose to come in as a soul in my beautiful family, there was already a baby there. There was already a person who needed a lot of love, who needed a lot of attention, was a very young child. And on some sort of energetic or soul level, which I can't really wrap my head around, but I can understand because I feel it in my body, I felt like there wasn't space for me. I, maybe I felt like I came too early because I came pretty quick on my sister, after my sister. There's something that made me feel like I'm taking up too much space. I'm too much. I shouldn't be here right now. This is too early. Or like, even that, yeah, if I just didn't come right now, it would be better. And the first time I uncovered that, I was so devastated. <laughs> it felt like a lot of things clicked into place. And I understood why many times I hold back in life. Um, and I kind of saw that pattern develop through my whole childhood, my teenage years, even my grown-up years. Even now, still struggling with taking space, being there, feeling worthy, feeling like my message is important, feeling like even in, in conversations, in dinners, in, in social settings, that I have something to contribute with. Which is why this hit me so hard, because it was like, wow, this, that's why. So we see how we as small children in a family can come in that way, and we don't understand that that is something that we're here to transform. So for example, my biggest challenge may be in this life to understand that, hey, I can take up space, I can be the whole full me, and... I don't have to care if I annoy anybody. I never have to hold back for anybody. And even just saying that makes me like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I know that that is so healthy. And probably many, many of you recognize yourself in me or Annette. Um, and we can have these different patterns. And what we then keep doing as children or as teenagers, siblings in our family as we grow up is that we keep these patterns unconsciously. And even our parents, they keep their wounds, if they don't work through them, that is, from their childhood, even their parents again, and generations and generations before. And it wasn't common to work so much on yourself and personal development and really look into your yourself and your patterns years ago because then life was different it was about survival it was about getting enough food getting the work done farming the like farming and um, production and it was a completely different time which is why these wounds of our family of our ancestors they are passed on to generations and generations and generations that being said, remember this. 
if you choose to heal and change and grow out of your wounds and patterns, that healthy relationship with yourself is what you are going to pass on to your future generations. And that's what I think is so beautiful. It's so powerful. It's huge. Imagine not only your children, but the, their children again, their children again. They could actually come in here with a clean slate. And this is how it goes, um, as I see it zooming out in the bigger picture. This is evolving because we are evolving as a human species, as uh, a population, our consciousness grows, we have access to more information, that not only being research and science, but also quantum information. We understand more of energy, of patterns, of wounds, of childhood trauma, of everything. And the more knowledge we get, the more tools we get to work through it. So, <laughs> yeah, let that sink in for a little bit because that was a lot of information in a very short time. And if this is the first time you're ever hearing, um, hearing it put that way can be, can be a lot to take in. Uh, so just let it sink in and allow yourself to feel into it for a little while after the episode. And this information is for, from me purely to help you, to help you see life in a different way, because I know that we, when we become so stuck in the very physical world, the 3D world, as we call it, all the humanness, all the material, all the stories, all the bickering, fighting, all the war inside, war inside our families, Life feels so overwhelming sometimes. It just gets too much. It's like, what is the point? There's only fighting. There's only um, people complaining. People are angry. There's war going on. There's bombing. There's still, still people who think that we will solve things through violence. It just, we can't understand it until we raise our consciousness and understand, oh, wow. This is part of our human evolution. This is part of something pushing all our buttons so we can grow and expand and become our higher selves, which see life so differently. And this is what I want to talk about specifically in relationships. Because there's something called projection or projecting on to others, which is what me and Annette have struggled with so much and have just realized that we had to have a sit down. We actually made a ceremony yesterday morning, the day after my 30th birthday. We decided to postpone it till after my birthday so we wouldn't, so we wouldn't really enjoy the day. So I invited Annette to join me on the beach for a ceremony. And I called it a dedication ceremony because it felt like kind of a make it or break it point for Radical Broccoli, for our continuation of our collaboration together. And a moment to really let go of the old stories. But in order to do that, we had to be really, really honest. And we had to tell each other everything that's going on. And I'm not talking about just like surface things. I'm talking about 
existential things, like even getting into how we didn't feel, I didn't feel welcome coming into the family, you know, deep, deep stuff, because we were holding it inside of us and creating all these patterns and projections out of it. So we decided to kind of see it as this purge, uh, get it all out because it can be stuck in our physical bodies as tension in the belly, specifically our emotional brain, if we just keep storing and holding back and never really say things as they are. So we had the ceremony and we talked and talked and talked and we went one at a time and told each other what was really bothering us deep, deep, deep down. And then we said, thank you. I'm so sorry. I forgive you and I love you for each sentence that we brought up. And it's so freeing. But it also hurts like hell for our personalities, for our egos, for the part of us that really identifies with that personality we have created. And the soul is just lit up by the freedom, by the honesty, by the truth, by the depth. And, and then we decided, after we finished that up, after a lot of tears, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, we decided that we now want to let go of those old stories that we have been dragging along since childhood, projecting onto each other and keeping each other stuck in these patterns, we want to let it go. Because as powerful as we are, us humans, we can project a version that we see of someone onto them. And it's almost like we set them up for failure. So if I keep thinking, this is a very bad example, but let's say that I keep thinking that Annette is super stingy, that she never wants to pay for anything, that she always holds back money. I can actually keep creating situations where she just falls into my web of proving me right on that. And we could do that with any relationship. We could do it with ourselves because our subconscious and conscious mind work together so efficiently to prove that anything we believe is true. So we will keep creating and creating these situations that prove that right and we will keep being disappointed or sad or frustrated because, oh, things never change. And here's the big clue and tip of this episode. We can change this. And the way we can do this is by a conscious decision, a conscious look at things. And by conscious, I mean bringing it up from that background noise, bringing it up from our subconscious mind and looking at it, facing it, seeing it. What am I projecting onto this person? Why am I not seeing them as their highest self? What would it look like if I looked at this person as their highest potential, as a light, beautiful soul, as a beautiful being that came here just like me to become the best version of themselves? What would it look like if I gave that person a chance to show me that that's how they are, that that is who they are? And that needs to be paired with forgiveness, in my opinion. And it takes 
a lot of energy, capacity. It's really great to meditate on it, to close your eyes, to visualize a person or a group of people even, and to transform them in your head from their humanness, from their rudeness, from their what makes you angry and frustrated and see them as their highest version of themselves. And some people you may choose to just like not have so close in your life if they just never feel like they changed or they're really, really, it's not aligned for you to have them in your life. Um, if they feel really unhealthy for you to be around and that's totally fine and I totally understand that and then you can take some space and just like withdraw a little bit from that relationship but other relationships we really want to work on and this goes for couples for siblings for families for co-workers we can really take the power back by forgiveness by seeing someone as their higher selves but maybe, most importantly, by taking responsibility for your part of the story. Because what Annette and I are both doing is that we are blaming the other person for our experience over and over again without taking any responsibility ourselves. And then we just give all the power away. We give all the responsibility away. And with that, we give away the chance to change it and to grow and learn and transform it. So as part of the ceremony, yesterday we had a lot of flowers and we brought the flowers after we had said everything, after all the tears, after all the pain and hurt. We went into the ocean with the flower heads and kind of put our energy into them and said that these represent all the old stories, all the old patterns, all the ways we've never taken responsibility, all the judgment, all the blame and the hate and the inner war, and we're letting it go. And then we released the flowers into the ocean and yeah, tears just streamed down my face. And it was like being in a movie. I feel like I've felt like I'd seen that ceremony somewhere, but I haven't. And we just created that moment because sometimes we feel silly doing those things, but then we look back and see that they are the most powerful moments of change in our life when we really use um, nature and... We really take time to set an intention of a big change. So if you want to start transforming a relationship that you have in your life, there are many, many ways to do it. And I would definitely begin by looking at your side of the story. What is it that is your own pain that you are projecting onto the other person where are you expecting them to fail? How can you see them more as a beautiful soul, their higher self, their inner being, their crystalline being? There are so many ways to say it, but how can you see them as the best version of themselves? And how can you also forgive yourself for all the blame and judgment 
And is it possible to start today with a clean slate? To let go of everything? To really forgive? And to free yourself? Because ultimately when we forgive someone, it's not because we say that what they have done or what we have done is okay. It's that we say, I'm moving on. I'm freeing myself from that pain. I'm cutting a cord. I'm cutting an energetic, emotional cord that has been here since the hurt happened until now. And now I decide to let it go. I'm done. I'm done. And you're so brave for doing this. So, so, so brave. I'm here to support you. Annette is here to support you. Our whole membership community is here to support you. We have a beautiful group of men and women who are doing the work. They're doing this exact work and they're making changes in their life by taking responsibility and letting go of their old stories and changing and seeing the results. So if you feel called to continue your work on this in a group, we'd love you to join our membership. Annette and I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching. And there is one spot left uh, for this time period, for this month in March. And we'll open up more spaces probably in a few months. So if that's your spot, go for it. Email us. Um, you'll find every information you need in the description box. And I just want to thank you uh, for being so open, for being so curious, for looking into life in a, in a different way, for making the change in your life, even just by gathering new information of how you can change, how it can be different. And a deep, deep thank you for everyone who creates peace inside themselves and in their relationships, because this is what emanates out and multiplies and creates peace in the world. So if we have a planet full of people who love themselves, who value themselves, who love their relationships, who respect other people, who love animals and nature, wow, imagine what a dream world that would be, will be. That's how it's going to be. That's what I think, at least. Uh, we're being challenged in every way to grow and to rise above and to become these light-loving beings. So thank you so much for listening. And I wish you just, I wish you all the best. I'm... Yeah, I appreciate every single one of you listening. Thank you for being you. Thank you for bringing you here and have a beautiful rest of your day. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt regnskap.